Hi family, I'm getting you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy. I'm just, oh my God, you know, basking in the presence of God, being happy and um, allowing him to just work it out for me. You know, I'm just so tired of having to figure it all out for myself each and every time because I am realizing that if I do it on my own and if I want to figure it out on myself, I always go wrong. Like I always go wrong and in that, um, in the whole mess and I'm realized that now I have to go back and I have to begin again with all the work that I have done. I need to begin again. So that's the thing. I just need to be um steadfast you know on this journey and on really um trusting god and believing that um god will just work it out for me will figure it out for me as he has been working it out for me and i'm just realizing that if ever i allow him to work it out for me it comes beautifully you know it comes amazingly beautifully you know one thing that i'm realizing is that we don't have patience to wait on god and if ever you don't have patience to wait on god that means wherever that you are going to lend yourself in that is a that means you have you 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 will be settling you will be settling for far more less than god had planned for you you will be settling than far more less than he has purposed for you so i am learning and learning and learning that over and over again because you know what in our father we are still children you know we are he still regards us as children whereby when you have you ever seen a child learning to work to to walk they will fall and fall and fall but eventually they will get up and walk with boldness and fearfulness and they will just walk you know knowing that they they will make it you know so that is us when it comes to god he knows that you are learning to walk and you're gonna fall and you're gonna fall because remember your mind will still go back to the things that you are used to your mind will go back to the things that you know that if ever this is bad you know how to figure it out you know where to go you know how to make it right but you know once something that is really um what i'm realizing about that pattern is that you are going to go back for back and forth over and over again and what i'm learning from god is that when he starts renewing you when you change your perspective when you allow him to come and figure it out for you you are not going to be um going through the same habits the same patterns over and over again because god is working it out for you so each and every waking moment of your life it's a new day each and every more waking moment of your life god is bringing something new and that's something new that he is bringing it takes you to another level of understanding it takes you to another level of willing a different perspective it takes you to another level of how you look at yourself how you perceive yourself and it takes you to another level of really rediscovering the whole new you that is found in God. So that is something that I am personally realizing over and over again that if ever I continue to figure it out on my own, that means I'm going to be stuck on the same pattern, the same habits over and over again and the results are not going to be different. I'm going to have to be dealing with the same demons over and over again and do you know how tiring is that to have to deal with the same demons over and over again. You're not going forth, you're not going anywhere you just 
you're just stagnant because why you want to figure it out for yourself you know that is the problem with us people because we are used to these ways we are used to us making it a way for ourselves we are used to us you know just um going by ways and sideways and forth ways and whatever ways you know trying to figure it out but sadly at the end of the day you are going to be frustrated because of the results you are going to be depressed of the result that is where depression really comes from because you have to deal with the same struggle same pain same aging every time so that's where depression comes from because you feel that I cannot do this. Now that's where the suicidal thoughts are going to come from whereby you thinking that it is all over. I have tried this. I have done this. Why isn't this working out? Why isn't this uh, 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 going the way I want to? Why isn't this uh, 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 transforming my life? Why isn't this changing my life? Why isn't this? Now we come to a conclusion that there is no God. We come to a conclusion that there is no God, but there is God because the problem is that you have taken upon yourself to figure it out, to work it out, but you have never invited God in your plans. You have never acknowledged him before anything else in your life. You have tried it. You have made it your own that I'm going to do this. Now, when everything fails, when nothing changes in your life, when you feel like you are stagnant, now you are filled with thoughts of suicide. You feel like it is all over. There is nothing that you can do. There is no way that you can go. You know, that was me years ago. That was me years ago. I felt that, you know, there are moments in my life whereby I made peace that, God, this is me. I'm not going anywhere and I am living only for my son. And when I found God, that's when I realized there is much more to me than I've never realized. There is much more to me than God had planned that I had not even planned for myself. There is so much for me and that much that God had planned for me, there is liberty. There is freedom, there is peace, there is love. So many things that those, the things that I have uh, mentioned, I have never known. I have never experienced them all of my life before I met God, before I made intention, before I I, I, I was intentional or I made a decision to be intentional about God. I have never known these things. I have never known peace. Because remember, in that moment whereby you are trying to figure it out for yourself, there is no moment of peace. There is no moment of, of freedom. You are fighting. You are fighting each and every waking moment of your life. You are fighting a battle that you don't even win, that you don't even conquer how can a person fight a battle all their lives but even today they have not conquered anything even today they haven't won even today there is no moment of peace or a moment of freedom each and every time it is you struggling to make it out it is you struggling to just breathe and i found that the moment I step up. You know, I found out the moment I made it a personal decision that I'm not doing it on my own anymore. 
I'm not trying to figure it out. I don't even want to figure it out. You know, even today is still a lesson to me. Whereby each and every time I try to figure it out on my own, I always end up with the same demons over and over again and tormenting me and making me feel that they are in control. But in truth is that they are not in control. I'm just the one who, who is allowing them. I'm the one who is refusing to change. I'm the one who is refusing to be transformed because when you are transformed is whereby you stop doing your own, but now you trust solely upon God and you trust him in his ways, in his thoughts, in everything that he has purpose about you. It has been my personal experience and I end up being frustrated to the core, to the point I cannot even explain to you how frustrated it gets me to be doing the same thing over and over again, even though I've got this truth in me. So that is why I made it a point in my life right now that I am not going to go back anymore. What I am realizing or what I've come to know, having a relationship with God, it is beautiful. It's something that frees me. It's something that gives me peace apart from the things that I've been doing, apart from the things that I've been listening to, apart from me succumbing to the standards of this world, apart from being doing the same thing that I've always do and thinking that I am in control and thinking that I've got power and thinking that I have figured it out. But at the end of the day, the lesson will always be one, Suki, you have not figured it out. If ever you you are thinking that on your own you are going to overcome or you are going to be victorious then I was lying to myself because I have learned uh, from the past that doing it on my own and not inviting God there is no renewal there is no transformation there is no restoration there's no salvation there is nothing in this world that can really save me there is nothing in this world that have more power that has more control and you name it, that can free me. There is absolutely nothing but what is found in God. You know, I don't know. Uh, 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 this, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just a bit personal when it comes to God nowadays because I'm just loving Him so much and I'm testifying of His love and I'm just hoping that someone. Um, uh, can't wait to begin with God and I'm just believing and praying that may you begin with God may you make it intentional uh, you know in your life spending time with God if ever um, you know I wouldn't be here and I've got good news <laughs> um, you know you can just go to um, to YouTube and just um, watch my video you know I'm, I'm, I started uploading a video last Thursday so you can just go there and you can just share this message of love message of hope message of kindness message whereby we know or we grow together in faith and we just grow in knowing God in knowing our Lord and personal Savior you know that is why he will leave the 99 and go for the lost one because if ever the only one is willing to repent you know like I said the last time that one represent 
a generation that one represent a favor upon God that one represent a generation that will be healed a generation that will be saved a generation that will know God a generation whereby God will come personally and establish his kingdom and lay his foundation so that through our generation the name of God will be known the name of God will be honored the name of God will continue to be preached and God will continue raising a man after his own heart a man who will continue saving generation 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 and generation of those who love him of those who fear him of those who are intentional about speaking the truth because they would have understood what the truth means or what the truth means because when you go into the bible it says nothing but the truth shall set you free and that is the reason why the enemy or the devil is stealing this word of truth from us because he knows that word of truth is our liberation he knows that word of truth is our eyes being open he he knows that his word if ever we found the truth we found our voice and we have found the voice of God and like the bible says that my shepherds knows my voice or my sheep sorry they know my voice and they follow my voice that is when we know when we find the word of truth we're going to find we're going to know the voice of God and we're going to follow the voice of God we are not going to follow any other voice we're not going to follow anything that sound like that looks like that it is the shape of God no 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 we are going to follow the voice of God because we know the truth and now the devil it will never have any say upon our lives he will never have power upon our lives he will never have control upon our lives he will never find us at a, 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 a day of weakness because that's when God will come and speak and fulfill us and strengthen us up until we find purpose because that's what he know the strongest person that you can ever be is when you find the truth is when you know the voice of God is when you know which voice to follow that is the power that is in you if ever you find this word of truth you become an enemy number 1 to the devil because now the devil will begin to shake the devil will begin to fear you because he fears a man who has found the truth of God he fears a man who have found the truth who have found the voice of God but if ever you have not found the voice of God that means the devil can still use you he can still send you wherever he can get you listen to whatever he can control your emotions he can control your senses he can control anything about you he can control your mind but if ever you know the voice of God that's your say that's your salvation that is your liberation in your mind in your in your body in your soul in your spirit that is your liberation because you don't follow or you would not follow any other voice regardless how powerful they are preaching because now you know the voice of god so that is one thing that the devil is really stealing from us he is stealing the voice of god he is stealing the word of god because these two they are powerful weapon that a man can have when it comes to the devil Um so so this is my personal testimony this is what god has took me from you know i just want to share that you know we serve a powerful father when you are in a thick 
uh, in a deep hole. He won't just uh, uh, come and extend his hand. No, 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 no. Because he knows even you need to call him from that hole. It's going to be difficult. That's what he did for me. You know, when I was in the darkness, when I was in this deep hole, I needed someone to come and rescue me because my heart was willing. You know, one thing that I like about my father, he didn't send me a rope down there. He didn't like uh, uh, with withheld his hand down there. He went into the dark with me. He went into the pitch with me. He sat with me until I was ready. He sat with me until I was willing. He sat with me until I said to my spirit, now it is time to go. He sat with me because he is a patient God, because he is a God who has love, because he is a God who is kind. He sat with me. And when I was ready, listen to this, he did not really lift me up. He 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 stood so I can lift myself using him. He was my stepladder going outside of that pit. That is the God that we are serving. That is a God who is willing to save. That is why I'm saying he will leave the 99 and come for you and come fetch you. In the dark pit you are, in the dark hole you are, where you're thinking that no one is hearing you. Remember the last time I said, or the the Bible said, his ear is not deaf that he cannot hear you. Even in the pit of hell, even in the pit of darkness, where you think no one is listening, where you think there's no one who can hear you, he is listening because his ear is not deaf that he cannot hear you. He hear even the sounds that no man can hear. He hear even to the pit of the hole whereby you think how much are you going to scream? Maybe you are thinking that no one is hearing you but let me tell you this morning God is hearing you. God is listening because his ear is not deaf that he cannot hear you and the Bible again his head his hand is big enough that it can hear you. It can go it can go deep into the pit. It can go where men cannot even reach you. So that is the God that we are saving. That is my testimony. That is my powerful testimony about being in God, having my moments with God, you know, being saved, you know, being or finding purpose in my Father. Mm. So we are not really saving a selfish God. We are saving a God who is love. We are saving a God who is wonderful. You know, we are serving a powerhouse. God is a powerhouse on his own. You know, even sometimes when you're feeling like, you know, I don't I don't know, you know, let me just go into the word of God really, you know. <laughs> okay, today we'll be reading from the book of um John uh 13. Yeah, John 13. And we'll be reading from a verse. Let me just check it out quickly. Yeah, we'll be reading from verse 34. And he said, And now I give you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. If you have loved one another, then everyone will know that you are my disciples. If ever you have love, because God is love, 
you know we are the ambassadors to the kingdom so wherever we go we should have the image and we should have the likeness of god you know you can never be saying things like you know you hate people how can you hate people when you are in the perfect image of god how can you hate your own image you know but the devil has got us you know hating on each other you know because i be, okay okay oh right <laughs> the devil has got us hating on each other you know there's something that i don't understand that you know i heard i hear people some other times whereby you know they don't feel uh this kind of person remember it's the first time that you see a person that you meet a person and you will say that no but uh, my blood you know my i don't feel i don't know i don't like him i don't feel her or things like that and you know sometimes i'm asking myself if ever you feeling like that you don't like someone or you don't feel someone or i don't know you don't really love them you know uh, and i'm asking myself where do those feelings come from because definitely they are not from god because not god did not give you that you hear when he said he is creating men in his own image and in in his own likeness he created men coming with everything that he has love kindness patience for people things like that so if ever you are coming and saying that you hate a man what do you mean what is it that is in you because really something that is making you to hate that person it is not from god definitely it is not from god it is from the devil it is from the devil because really the image of god does not hate you know the likeness if ever you are in the likeness of god you cannot be hating you cannot be hating uh, another person and if ever you knew god that is why he gave us this commandments to love one another how can he give us the commandments if if uh, if ever he is a god of hate how can he give us this commandments that we should love one another we should love one another because he says he has made us in his image we are in his image when you see someone you should see your brother when you see a stranger you should see your brother all right so how can you start by saying that i don't like that person today know that those feelings are not from god they are from the devil because the devil has got us to be inferior towards one another to hate one another because when you start hating someone else then it's easy for you to commit things upon that person or to speak things upon that person it's easy for you to be jealous of that person it's easy for you to just come and just really kill that person it is easy for you to just really come and just destroy that person or do whatever that will hurt that person because you just said to yourself like you don't like them you don't like them so those things are barbaric things can i say that <laughs> that you find people doing to one another that comes from there the spirit that is in you it is not the spirit of god because the spirit of god will want you to love that person will want you to care for that person will want you to show kindness to that person will want you to be gentle to that person's spirit or whatever it will want you to just you know be who god has created you to be that is why the last time i was saying that you know god did not give you nothing that he did that he does not have everything that he has created you with he 
knows even when he asks you of something he knows that you can deliver he knows that you can be that person you know he knows that but we have allowed you know the standards of this world again because the world has taught us how to love hmm. the world has taught us how to receive the next person the world has taught us and separated us from each other to see the difference from each other you will even see in kids you know kids at school they've got their own people whom they are playing with you know if ever they come from this uh, a rich family he knows that he only got to be associated with rich family or which uh, uh, the, 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 the similar kids who come from uh, a rich families where does that come from because God did not uh, teach us to separate or to see the difference in each other right but now the world has taught us that this is the person that you should love you know we love by status by position by profession by who you are the you're, you're standing in the community things like that or even by your shape by your look if ever you look a certain in way that is not in the standard of the world that means now there are certain people that are going to be associated with you or there are some certain people that are going to reject you there are some certain people that are going to feel that you are not in their status or they are not in their look there are some certain people that will really uh, uh, treat you otherwise because you don't look like not you don't look like them but you don't look as the standard has put uh, 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 or, or, or the standard of the world has said right that is what got us really uh, 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 seeing each other as different all right even the church of today the church of today it is really separating us from each other all right there are so many things that have been done at church right you will see that in a church people that are hitting each other even in a church people that are in a competition even in the church you know they are things that the pastors are prepared are perpetrating or there are things that are pastor they are really um perpetrating right let me just use that word in a church um that will lead us to hating on each other or to see each other as different because the church has become all about money if ever you don't have position if ever you don't have money or maybe you don't work a certain or that profession now the church will label you or the church will just acknowledge you when you have this position or you were working a certain kind of a job you know the church will accept you the church will give you a position you're not going to be given a position because you have a relationship with God or you are called or you have a gift nowadays no 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 you are going to be called you know because of a certain status or maybe the profession you know things like that even the church they discriminate even the church they will teach you the differences even the church they will make you feel like you don't belong if ever you don't have money because really church is all about a business after all and they are even so boldly to say that what a church it's a business right but a business that serves who at the end of the day hmm? it does not serve god's will it does not serve god's plan it does not serve god's purpose at the end of the day that is why they will leave the one that is willing to repent and hold on to the 99 because of their position because of what they are uh, uh, um 
uh, because if ever this one is filling their pocket or what they are they are giving or how they are giving into the church but if ever you are just like me you don't have money and you just you know just but but the heart is willing you see you don't have money but the heart is willing they will leave you they don't care about a willing heart but if ever you go into the word of god the word of god says he will leave the 99 and go for a one that is willing to repent god so god is all about that heart that soul that is willing to repent he is not about the money that person has or the position that persons hold he is not about that he rather leave the 99 maybe that is in great position maybe that has money and everything he rather leave them and go for that one who is willing to repent because he knows that if through that one he is saving a generation that person will impact on his generation so through that one one equals to a multitude god knows that one equals to a multitude god knows that one equals to a nation a generation that will be impacted through that one soul that was willing to repent that was willing to find salvation that was willing to find purpose that was willing to do what god had intended for them to do in their life that is willing to find a word that god has spoken unto their life so god will give up anything and go for that one who is willing to repent because he knows that he has multitude rather than holding on to the 99 that is not willing to repent or whatever the case might be because he knows that through that 99 he is not going to get anything right he is not going to get but through that one who is willing to repent god knows that is multitude of generation of those who love him generation to the second to the fourth of the generation who love him who love him through that one person god will raise a generation god will raise a nation through that one who is willing to repent has I'm saying that one equals to a generation to God so may we see as God see so that we know that for in terms of you know you know we will do anything to save a soul because we know that saving a soul equals to a generation of generation of generation whereby God will come and each and every generation he will raise a man through that one person who was willing to 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 who was who was willing to repent in each and every of their generation god will raise one person one person to save the entire generation so that the name of god will be honored and so that the generation can continue to be called blessed to be continue to be called great to be continue to be called a favor through that one person so now one it for only one to repent do not lose a soul because you are looking for money you are looking for someone to fill your pocket do not lose a soul even if that soul does not have money to god money is nothing because he is the one is the owner of silver and gold he is the god of all he owns each and everything you know in my language he says kimudiri wala khodimo lelefatse translated it says i am the creator of heaven and earth everything belongs to me everything belongs to me but now god is looking for that one who can change their entire generation so that the generation can be delivered it can find peace 
you can find freedom. So going back to the word for today, love one another. May we love one another to the point that we are not even ready to lose a soul. May you love so much that you are not ready to lose a soul. You will fight for that one soul that is willing to repent. You will fight for that one soul. You will not even let it go if ever you know that this person is willing to repent. That is why the heaven is rejoicing because through that one person who is willing to repent, God knows he has the entire generation. He has. God knows that through that one person, the entire generation is just coming to heaven. How beautiful is that? How beautiful is that? Through that one, God knows, oh my goodness, the entire generation is coming. I've got the entire generation coming. Your God is beautiful. So, you know, may we not give up on people. May we love people as God loved us. May we love one another because that is a commandment that God is giving unto us. May we love one another and may we love God. May we love God. I love my father so much. I love him so much. Where I am right now, my goodness, I'm loving him more and more and more and more. I'm loving him. So may we love one another. May we not be willing to let a willing soul to God. God does not does not care about money, but he cares about a soul, a willing soul, a willing heart, a willing spirit. God cares about that. May we care about that. May we not separate from the love of God. May we not separate from the image of God. May we not allow anything to come before us and what God has really planned for us. And may we find the word, you know, and may we know the voice of God. How do you know that? By having a relationship with God, by being intentional about you spending time with God, by waking up each and every morning and wanting, being eager to begin with God. You know, for me, you know, this is my time. This is my moment, having to spend it in the presence of God. Do you know how beautiful, how sweet it is just to be in the presence of God? My goodness, you know, we are missing out. You know, I have missed out, but right now I'm just holding on on for dear life i don't want to spend any waking moment without my father in my life i can't do that i can't i don't want to i just want to know this life with my father i don't want to know a life outside my father because i have lived it before I have lived with that devil. I have lived with that strong man for years in my life before I can give my life unto God, before I can start living again in God. But I was chained. I was broken. I was torn apart. I was angry. I was confused. I was bitter. I cried every day. My goodness, I was hurt. I was sad. I was so torn apart. I was broken. Every piece was scattered everywhere. And I did not know how to get myself together again. It was the difficult, the most difficult part of my life was to pick up each and every piece, which I don't even know how to pick it. I did not know. 
and I did not know if it was possible. Some other uh, uh, pieces I have left behind thinking that, okay, God, no, it's fine. Let me just leave that one because really, I don't know how to really redeem. I don't know how to do it. I don't know. I don't even have the strength for that. Let me just make peace and just let it go. But when God began to heal me, God took all those pieces and that was the priceless moment in my life that I came in contact with God and I was like, Father, how do you do that? Do you know that I made peace, that I've, I lost that part, that piece of, of myself forever? Do you know that I was at peace with that? Do you know that I did not even think that I will ever get that peace back? But how did you do it? You know, there are moments in my life where God was just even reminding me of prayers that I prayed when, oh my God, oh my God, those were the moments with my father. And I'm like, God, do you still remember that? That really made me loved so much by God. It made me realize that even in those moments whereby I thought God was silent, God was not with me, he was with me. That is why even today I will never listen to a person who says, so you know, there are moments where God is silent. God is never silent. There are moments where God, God is not there. God is always there waiting for you. God is waiting there. He is always from the moment you breathe your first breath on earth. God purposed himself to be there. He was just waiting for you. You know, when God began to show me those times, when God began to remind me of the conversation that I had with him that I don't even remember, when God meant to, to, to just reminisce, you know, about my life growing up and showing me, and I'm like, God, what? You know, I was... I was starstruck, like, what? You, you were there? You were, you know, you can just remind, you can just, like, imagine my shock. God, you were there? You were listening? But God, like, you know, even those, there are things that I myself have forgotten. You know, when in my healing process, God was reminding me, Pastor, this is you. And you know what I'm realizing? I'm realizing God now, he's answering my prayers when I was not even praying, when I was not even uh, oh my god paying attention to him i was just talking to myself god this is what i want in my life god this is me oh it was just me having a conversation with myself those are the things that god they are manifesting right now in my life and god is reminding me each and every time each and every thing that is manifesting the way that I, that is manifesting or whatever that i said each and everything god comes and remind me so i was there i was listening and that is my God, that is the most wonderful thing. You know, that's why I'm saying I love my father so much. I love him so much. I don't want to live a life without him. You know, he reminded me of deep things that I thought that. But God, really, really? <laughs> so I just want you to have that relationship with my father. I want you to find him for yourself. I don't want to be the one speaking those things, experiencing those things. I want you to find it. I want you to allow him, you know, to come into your life. Allow him to come into your life. When he begin to heal you, when he begin to peel off all those hard layers, those whatever, you know, God reveals, you know, the things that you said, the conversations that maybe you had alone. I remember there was a time where I was not really into God, you know, I was just living my life. And even today, God still go back and just remind me of those moments, of those days. And I'm like, God, you were with me. So that's why I'm saying I will never listen to a person who will come to me and say, God, 
is not there or God is absent in your life or God is silent in your life. I will never. It takes for a person to have a relationship with God. If ever you have a relationship with your father, then you will testify. You will know that God is never silent. God is never silent. God it is he is never absent from our lives but he will prove it to you because he has proved it to me i i always if even even me there was a moment where i was saying but god why are you silent god why are you not responding god why are you not talking but because at that time i was not having a relationship with god i did not have intimacy with my father i did not walk with my father i did not and now god is coming into my life and he is just correcting everything and says suki i'm not a god who's absent i was always there i'm not a god who's silent i've spoken throughout your entire life and i'm still speaking even today in our family i don't want to add or subtract anything to the beautiful wonderful amazing word of god remember god is not even talking to you alone he is talking to me as well because i understand my position my position i'm a servant you know god is just using this body i that is will i'm willing it is a willing soul a willing spirit god is just using me but he's speaking to me also right because it has to begin with me what i have to you know received his word you know his oh my god oh, oh. <laughs> god is beautiful so uh by not adding or subtracting anything to the word of god please go to my youtube page is a soul corner with suki we are going to get soulful we are going to get soulful and be about our father's business or oh, we are going to get soulful in our father's business or with our father's business either way <laughs> yes so please go and um go to my uh, facebook page is christianity walk whereby you will find my link or you'll find the link there and yeah you will see me <laughs> and together we can grow together we can have fun in the presence of god you know being in the presence of god is not really god wants us to be serious and all the time no you know god is not expecting perfection from us he's just expecting you to just be you you know and just receive him once you receive him he will just you know just oh my god oh my god you know god is amazing right so yes family thank you my name is suki it has not changed it will never change i am about my father's business so up until next time so every thursdays please tune in to um to youtube because i will be uploading um videos every thursday one came out already last thursday what are you waiting for Oh, let us go and be about our father's business. Don't be about your neighbor, your sister, your friend, the wall standards business or whatever. Be about our father's business. Up until next time, family, stay blessed. <laughs>